1: With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Friday, December 13th, 2019, season 15, episode number 99. Welcome to another edition of The Break. We are live from SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Uh, we got a little bit of a shortened show today, but we're going to try to get in a lot of stuff. Uh, we're going to start first by catching up on some injuries. There were two guys that continue to miss practice uh, to yesterday uh, that it missed most all week, actually. Uh, Sean Lee, Leighton Vanderesh Yesterday, you guys said, I think, Nick, you were saying, you, you fully expect that Sean Lee will play. Are you I changing? Said, I, I
2: didn't say that. I thought
0: you did. I think, I, 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 think oh, I said okay. that. I'm sorry. One and I, still guys, I'm sorry. Lean, I lean toward thinking he'll play, Okay, honestly. So even though he hasn't played practice this week, you still feel pretty good? About I mean, he definitely doesn't feel good, and, you know, that's that's football. But, I mean, if if he can get himself right in time for Sunday afternoon, it's, it's one of those things. I mean, he's one of those guys that can play without practice reps. He was out there today. He wasn't participating, but... He's part of it. He's working with the linebackers on on reps and things like that. So he's gonna play. It's not ideal, but I, right. I, I he will. He's going to try his ass off to play, which yeah. we'll see. Well, tell me, uh, let's let's go the
1: opposite side of that. Let's assume for a second that he doesn't play. How do the Cowboys manage this from the standpoint of the linebacker position, knowing that uh, Leighton Van Der Esch most likely is not going to play as well.
2: This is you lean uh, on Jalen Smith. That's, that's one out of three. Uh, that's hashtag
3: Pro Bowl.
2: That's what <laughs> you have to do. So what are you doing in the
1: other two positions when you're in base? Who are the other two linebackers that you have out there? I'm, I'm talking right
0: now about Joe. bodies
1: and,
2: and who's doing what.
1: I know. Right? I mean, I'm well, aware, well aware of the Justin, linebackers.
0: Yeah, Luke. There
2: you go. Sounds like a boy band. It does. Justin and Luke and Joe.
0: I'm well aware Joey. the linebackers haven't played well, but this is why we bragged about their depth all year. I mean all through train camp. This I mean, Joe Thomas will step in and start if Sean can't. And it's a hell of a place to be if your best or two of your top three linebackers are out and you can still start Joe Thomas. Like that's not a bad spot to not be. Not in worried at about all. Joe at all. Yeah.
1: I start wondering mm-hmm. once you get beyond that. And having exposed these other guys, I mean, I know there were a lot of people that liked Luke Gifford during training camp, but he just doesn't have a lot of experience. And so, how do you feel about you know who's going to be out there? And let's let's also think of it from this standpoint: even if Sean can go. What happens if you get into the first quarter and he can't go, right? Yeah. You still got to have those guys in there playing. How comfortable do you feel with those guys that are farther down the depth chart now playing well, significant we amount of time? Well, we were
3: always wondering why the Cowboys did not choose to put Luke Gifford under the injury reserve. Then what was the point of that? And now you come to a point in the season where, okay, maybe you do need to utilize him. And if he's not ready, then that's on them. You know, they, they kept him on the list on the roster for a reason and they know more than we do but he's not here just to look good and walk around you know he got to do something so if you need him go ahead it, uh, yeah that's okay
1: <laughs> i that no that all sounds great and, and and in theory you're absolutely right i don't know that, that necessarily still means he can play like we don't really know and I don't know if you got options right now. I agree. but then that's options.
3: on them. Yeah, you know, they had decisions to make, and if they thought he was good enough, or for a reason, or had uh, the talent and motivation.
0: I don't think that's necessarily on them. I mean, at this point, we're talking about like your sixth linebacker, and I mean that's the nature of the NFL. Guys get hurt, and this happens. Yeah. But look at the Eagles' wide receiver position. Yeah, yeah. Abso- I mean, that, stuff like that's going to happen. And yeah. Justin March is there as well. He's kind of the forgotten man, more of a special teamer. He could he could step in and do that if he needs to. Uh, yeah, they think the world of Luke Gifford. I've had people ask me about that. It's like, well, all you did all through training camp was brag about Luke Gifford. When are we going to see him? I'm like, do you not understand? Like, again, these things ride on a curve. Like, I'm very impressed with Luke Gifford for being an undrafted free agent rookie. And he made the team, and they liked him enough not to put him on injured reserve. That doesn't mean he's going to step on the field and just light it up from the get. It's, the, I mean, it's the same thing with Donovan Wilson. There's levels to this stuff. Um, I do think he could play and, and might have to. And... We'll see how he does. Maybe he's a pleasant surprise, but I don't.
3: Everyone needs if, to start, though. You know, well, at sure, point but you have to start. I'm just saying, like game.
0: if he's if he if he struggles, I'm not just like ah. Oh, oh he no, sucks, no, no. And shame on the Cowboys for no, keeping him. No,
3: that's a, that's <laughs> Which, not what I'm saying. I'm, okay. I, I like Gifford, and i I'm, I'm I've been wanting to see him and yeah. what he can turn into. But I'm saying, at one point, you have to throw him in the field and let him get started and get yeah. rolling. And maybe this is, you know, we're approaching maybe that time. yeah Not a good time in the season, but, <laughs> again, this game doesn't matter according to most people. Here you to go, me, Luke. it really matters. His but... name's
1: Todd Gurley. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, and that's the, that's the part. I mean, you look at this team that they're going to be playing, they got a lot of good athletic um, skill players that you're going to have to make sure you're doing the techniques, techniques right in order to have a chance at being able to tackle them in open field spaces, and to me, that's you know that's where you start wondering about guys that don't have the experience. Play less base; it's fine. Let's go nickel. Yeah, for, play less base. It, it'll be okay. Base. Did you say they're using a lot more twelve? The or Rams my yes. weeks. No, the Rams are
0: for yeah. sure. Which yeah, yeah that helps you if you want to stay in base. No, if you want to, as it, opposed to them going three wide. Yeah. Yeah, but but it could expose your your linebackers. Yeah, you don't want to be in base right now. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying
1: you want to go more nickel.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I got you. But, you know, (laughs) good luck (laughs) with that. It's December. Here we are. What are you going to do? Yeah.
1: Okay, so here's what we're going to do I have two questions for you guys that will talk about. Cowboys versus Rams, give people kind of an understanding of what you guys think will be the the storylines coming out of this game. The first question I have for you, and these questions are pretty much related. We're going to look at offense and defense. But the player that you think is more likely to create problems for the Cowboys offense is, I'll throw out Aaron Donald, I'll throw out Jalen Ramsey. If you have another, feel free to throw it in. But what player on the Rams defense do you think is more likely to cause problems for the Cowboys? Other than Aaron Donald? I mean, you could say Donald. I will say the last time they played, Donald didn't get a sack. I don't think. Right.
0: I was going to say. I'll just say Michael Brockers because it's it was the tackle opposite Donald that wrecked everything right. last time. So maybe Brockers will pick up on that. I I mean Corey Littleton is a name that I brought up yesterday. He's having a fantastic season. He's he's one of their main inside linebackers. Um, can you th- just see Clay Matthews Jr. making a couple plays? I can.
1: Yeah. Is he a junior? Yeah. He is. I don't know. Yeah. You
2: just called him Junior, so I assume. I think. You knew? I guess so. I don't know. They just kind of rolled off. Oh, okay.
0: Is it right, Clay Matthews? Junior? Isn't he? Isn't he? Isn't there. I have no isn't idea. Isn't he the son of like a famous NFL player? I don't know. I know he NFL is, player? but I didn't
2: know his name was Clay. Looks I like know Tarzan running around with that hair. Fabio no, making no, plays.
0: Now I'm doubting myself. I don't think he's a junior, but. Clay whatever. Matthews
2: from whatever, long haired guy on the edge. He's going to make problems or cause problems for Fowler him. Fowler is a junior. Who? I think Fowler.
1: Yeah, Fowler is a junior. Is a
0: junior. Yeah. He's actually Clay Matthews the third. Great. Yeah. Now, can we okay. move on? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a Friday show. Taylor, Rapp. How about that? That's another one. I, ah, okay. I, I mean, Zeke Elliott is probably going to have a tough time running the ball. It's, I mean, he, it hasn't been great for the run game in recent weeks. Some of that is circumstance; they've gotten down in games, but uh, you know, he hasn't had a 100-yard game since <laughs> November the fourth. This is a team that's equipped to little, uh, limit that. I mentioned Littleton. I mean, obviously Donald. I mean, there's a lot of talent on the front, but then Littleton's having a great season behind that. And again, Ramsey enables Rapp to freelance a little bit more. I would imagine he's going to spend – him and Weddle both are probably going to spend a healthy amount of time near the box. That's never great for Zeke. So that's where I I look. Garcia?
3: I think, I mean, just the defensive line, that's what's worrying me. Uh, Aside from Aaron Donald, just – Everything that everyone else is doing on that line and what his own presence brings and creates opportunities for other guys, Dak is going to have a really hard day. I just see him getting pressure so much. And then, like we talked yesterday, the fact that he he takes so much time to get rid of the ball just because he's trying to find the best option on the field, that that can't happen. He can't allow himself to overthink things and just think too much, but then at the same time, that concerns me about throwing some interceptions, you know. So it, it's just going to be a really tough game for the offense. All
1: right, um, I'll, I'll just throw in just for for kicks. I think it's Jalen Ramsey until until I see the Cowboys be able to move their offense when they have a, an opposing defense that has a really great cornerback. Until I see that consistently, I'm going to assume that that's going to be a problem for them. Uh, and if Amari, if if they travel. Uh, Ramsey with Amari, then it, if Amari does what I think will probably happen, which is they don't either they don't go to him very much because that does happen where they just won't go to him, um, or he has or he struggles. I think the offense is going to have a hard time moving the ball. So I think that's the linchpin. That's the part that worries me the
0: most. I have this weird feeling like Amari is going to play well. I'd love to see it. And and I don't – I mean, I, I can't give you a great reason for it. Other than that, again, like I think
3: – It's at home?
0: Well, I mean, the home road splits, uh, everybody knows about him. It's crazy how much better he plays at AT&T. I don't know why. Um, I just – I th- again, I think Ramsey's confident enough in his ability that, like, you know, Cooper catching the ball, as long as you limit the big play, you know, the, the house call, I think he's willing to let him do a little bit of work. And, you know, you're not going to – I know Gilmore did, but typically you're not going to shut out an NFL receiver with the with the way the rules are anyway. And I just I think I think Coop, not to say he's going to blow up, but I think he could have 80 to 100 yards, and Ramsey will probably take that and be like, well, yeah, they scored 17 points. I don't care if he had 100 yards. Yeah, but, but I, I think Cooper could play well in this game.
1: I will say this: I'm just as concerned that they just don't get him involved, and and I think yeah. it's because I, the only thing I can point to is maybe if Dak's looking for the open guy and you got a really good corner. And that guy doesn't look open very much, and so you just go away from him. And and we know that that's happened this year where he gets lost and they just don't find a way to get him involved in games. Um, and so I, that would be more of the concern, even more so than than Jalen being willing to concede some of that stuff. I just think his coverage will be good, and I think that might take uh, Amari away.
2: Last time Ramsey was at the stadium, didn't the Cowboys score 40? <laughs> yeah,
0: With the Jaguars? Yeah.
2: yeah. I don't know what was happening that day, but I know Beasley had a lot of catches over the middle.
0: I mentioned that during the Bills Ramsey game. Ramsey him, though, was he? No. Not, he wasn't. not him. Yeah. But I mean, it's really funny. I thought about that during the Bills game. The Jags dared Bees to just beat a man up on their slot corner, and he abused him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, having known that he's capable of doing that, that's exactly how the Cowboys played him when the Bills came to town. And it had the same result. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, seems like an oversight. Like, you of all people should know what Cole Beasley can do. Yeah, and maybe that means that the Cowboys are going to have to use some of these other
1: wide receivers this week. The problem has been just in most games this year, if Amari isn't a part of it, then it's hard. Those other guys just don't seem to get going, and the offense seems to be stagnant.
2: they got to run the ball. That's what they have to do first. I mean, if they they did not do that in the game against the Rams um, back in January, And, you know, 50 yards rushing. I mean, they've got to establish that. You can establish that, which I believe Zeke had a nice day against the Jaguars, at least early on. You get that going, then it can change a lot of things. But if you can't run the ball, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what what happens in this game. I I don't think the Cowboys can win if they don't run at all.
1: All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to flip that question, ask you guys, who do you think the biggest problem will be for the Cowboys on the offensive side of the ball? We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com
3: Radio. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Whether you're into being a part of this or more into something like this, SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their Deal Score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this. Ready, the Geek app and let's go. SeatGeek.
1: Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites, for just ten bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com/cowboys and use the code word Team JB. That's getjackblack.com/cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, ten bucks, free shipping.
3: Ready? Okay. Give, Give me an. an
0: Cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS One Score September 2019.
1: Back to the break. Welcome back. It's the second segment of the break. Laughing SWBC Mortgage Studios. You Got do that. <laughs> I gotcha. at the start. We got an interesting conversation. We're not
0: going to take it to the air, but anyway, <laughs> we could. Um, all right. No, we don't. No, we to. don't need Sorry. to. All right. All right. Um,
1: let, let's actually. The, I want to flip the question I asked you guys before the break. I want to ask you what player on the Rams' offense do you think can be a biggest problem for the Dallas defense? Some of the names could be Todd Gurley, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. You could even say Golf if you choose. Um, but but what player do you think would be will be the biggest problem for the Cowboys this
0: weekend? Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby, Higby. All right, the Cowboys aren't good at defending the middle of the field. Uh, you know, we just Cole Beasley torched them. Um, their linebackers haven't been good in coverage all year. Their best coverage linebacker hasn't played in three weeks. So, those are guys that can exploit you. And Higby can line up. You know, he can line up in line next to the tackle, or he. I mean, they put him out on the numbers last week. He can do. He can go wherever he wants. So he's athletic enough to make those types of plays. And and Cup is, I mean, Cup, we talked about it. He's 6'2", 200. I mean, that's that's a big body for Jordan Lewis to have to defend, and and that worries me. So those guys, I expect them to be making plays over the middle of the field. AG?
3: Um, I'm going to go with Goff, and here's why. The Cowboys, they face some other quarterbacks that – aren't as good as Goff. I see Goff being better than some of those past quarterbacks. And I think that the Cowboys, if they are unable to pressure him and really get after him, I think they can make Goff look like a really, really good quarterback. And uh, we've seen it happen this season, and I think it could happen again this Sunday. So I would go with him.
1: Yeah, as it is, I mean, as it is with most quarterbacks, pressure is something that definitely can get Goff's game off his game. But when you're not pressuring him,
3: yeah, he's got the arm. He's talent not that to, bad. To hit, he's yeah, not. he's got the
2: arm talent to get you, Nick. I don't really feel like messing around with games and stuff like that. I mean, Gurley, I'm going with Donald. I'm going with Gurley. I mean, those are great points. I like it, but just, since there's, since he's still on the table, I'll take Gurley gir- because you know, just kind of to that point, if if. Um, both Scarborough can have decent numbers and games and stuff like that and some of these other backs that we've seen that have some success. You know, this is considered one of the best in the league when he's healthy. And, you know, I think he's starting to round into form. And so, you know, Dalvin Cook was was really dynamic and he gave him all kinds of problems. I just feel like Gurley's gonna be able to do that. And like I said about the previous um but the Cowboys' defense—that you know—you have or you have to run the ball in offense. Same thing. If you don't stop the run, that you can't do anything. All those things that they're talking about, play action—it all starts with stopping a run. So,
0: Gurley. And it seems like they're—I mean, I would assume they're going to try to run the ball. They yeah. have been. That's, yeah. how, that's how they set up their you know, last success. Last
2: time, you know, it was really one of Gurley's first—you know—coming out party games against the Cowboys. I mean, passes over the middle and. I think he made Heath look pretty bad. You know, He made
0: everybody look bad.
2: He was, really, he was really great in that game. So Gurley would be my answer. I went with Donald and Gurley. All right. Is that fair? <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I do have one more question for
1: you guys. Now thinking about the Cowboys players, and this can be offense, defense, or special teams. If you had to identify one player on the Cowboys that needs a huge day, career day, big day, in order for the Cowboys to have their best chance to win, who is that player?
0: <laughs> what? what? Nick swiped for those of y'all that aren't <laughs> watching. Sorry. you think it it's Jalen you said if Jaylen, he, he, yeah Jalen if Jalen you... has a career day, you think Cowboys can win. Yeah, yeah, okay.' Like that. A, a career day would be like. You throw a sack in there, give me 10 tackles, good tackles, not tackles 20 yards right, downfield. You said the other day no, tackles no, can be misleading tackles. now. Couple, I, need, I need four swipes. couple tackles, A <laughs> couple tackles yeah. for loss. And you can
3: get those oh, wait, anyways. Wait, are they approved swipes <laughs>
0: approved. or unapproved <laughs> approved,
1: swipes?
2: <laughs> approved swipes by Derek. Wait, did
1: we do that on the air? That wasn't on the air. You might not know what I'm talking about. I was having this conversation with somebody the other day in the office. You know you have a get-back coach. Yeah, We need to have a swipe coach. Like every time he does something he thinks is swipe worthy, somebody on the (laughs) sideline says yes or no. And then he can swipe or not.
2: That person does not need to be running his social media account, but because the same thing. Right,
0: because they don't. He does not not have an interception
2: in his
0: his career. I like it. All right. So a career day, I think, I I agree. Like if he plays like an absolute badass. It gives him a great chance to win because if he plays like an absolute badass, then Gurley's going to be at least limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he'll he'll contribute to the pass rush if he gets a takeaway. That speaks for itself. I, I mean, I, is that yours? Because I want it switch was mine. no, it was going to be mine if you hadn't said it. I want to switch. Mine. All right,
2: switch yours. <laughs> he's been my guy, and I he's I I need him to play well in this game. Xavier's to a Philo, like <laughs> with Aaron Donald sitting there, like he's messing up your reputation. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. This is a this is a big moment for him, yeah. you know him and, and uh, Frederick and all those guys. But they they really need to have their best game. So I'm going to go with Sufiello since
0: That's I got true. it approved. Uh, um, I approved your swipe. Approved, approved the swipe message over there. All right, AG.
3: I can't pick one. Yeah, it has yeah to you gotta it pick one. No, you I'm not because you can. Yeah,
0: you can. One you never guy can play can, the game.
3: One guy can have a good game, and it still won't matter. The Cowboys have bigger problems than just one guy. Or I bad. can't. Okay.
0: Honestly, if you just want to take the easy way out, like if Dak plays the best game of his life, they'll probably win. Not necessarily.
2: We've seen those four hundred fifty-yard games. They lose. I'll tell you the
1: person it is. Actually, actually, it's an easy answer. Nick Nick went easy with all the other ones, and then this one he goes to a Philo. But it really is Zeke. I mean, you think about it. If Zeke has a career-level day, that means they have the ball. They're possessing the ball. He's running well. He's getting probably getting scores. Like everything about Zeke, and that's what this team is built. Around yeah. is I mean, how many times has Zeke had a great day and this team has not won any back? I yeah, mean, any go back. back, that's if, your back yeah. Has, if your back has a great day, yeah. the likelihood is that you're going to win.
0: Is that I mean, so? They're built. Like. They're built around that. Can we make up our minds what they're built around? Because they were built around the past for like three weeks, and that's not working. <laughs> no, Are they back to being built out, around the run?
1: I think what we found out is they they may have flirted with being built around the past, but they weren't necessarily winning when they were built around. Or when they were passing the ball and not successfully running okay. it. Okay. They're built around the run.
3: I choose one guy, and that's a coach. One guy. Uh,
0: <laughs> that's wow. a coach. Well, because it if all comes Jason down Garrett to has, that. Well, what? I don't even know how to quantify that. What is the, what's the best coached game of Jason Garrett's career? <sighs> I'd have to think about it. I, I mean, to his credit, <laughs> he's definitely had some days where you were like, yeah. Well, I mean, Nick always says that. Like, You never get the yeah, credit when yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's true. That's why it's hard to think about, but the bad ones, you're like, oh,
3: yeah, you but start I,
0: running them down. I but I don't that
3: think... plays into the decision. Okay, are they choosing to keep running the ball if they're being, if Zeke is doing a good job? Because we've seen it in the past when Zeke has been doing okay running the ball, and then all of a sudden they decide to switch it up and change it to the pass. It's like they change things up when things are working, and then when things aren't working, they don't change it. You know, so. Uh, if I had to pick a guy, yeah, give me the coach, make the right decisions in the game, and you will come out with the win.
1: Well, speaking of coaching, this week Jason Garrett did something that's getting some headlines around uh, Cowboys reporters uh, talking about the fact, yeah, well, mm-hmm. he he supposedly he showed uh, the team these different clips of them playing at their best, moments when they played at their best, trying to, I guess, get them to buy into the idea that you really are a great team, you really are a good team. You just need to play at your best. And it made me start thinking as I was getting ready for the show last night, if this team were to play at its best, and, and I, I really started looking at it from player to player, position to position, what position would you say, and I won't make it an individual player, but what position would you say the delta between the best we've seen of them this year compared to the average of what they're doing Like it has the biggest gap? Does that make sense? So whether they're playing on average is down here. But where they've played at their very best is way up here. And if they can get back to being that, this team has a significant chance to be able to do something, something. Right? Does
0: it have to be this season? Yes. Because okay. here's the
1: deal. You go back to last year, there are a lot of different variables that okay. may have changed that mm-hmm. affect that. Yeah. So I'd want to go with this year and what I've seen. from Because I think the offensive line, I'll give you an example. The offensive line to me is a great example of this. I don't think any of them other than Lyle have played to the level that they've played in past years. But I think that there are reasons for that. I don't think, by and large, most of the sure. best offensive linemen are healthy. Yeah. So going back and saying the best that they've been in past years, they're not going to all of a sudden get healthy. Right. Right. right?
0: right. I hear what you're saying. I, no, right. I was just asking because I mean, from top to bottom, wherever you want to go, whoever you're disappointed with, like the 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 biggest gap between what we thought they could be in August and what they've been is the linebacker position. From in my opinion, yeah. and the offensive line, you can mention them. That's but but. They haven't played at that level all year, really. No. Like right. They, and that's what I'm saying. So so do you think that was an aberration last year because we haven't seen it this year? I don't know. I, I mean, it's too small of a sample size. Like, I I, I choose to believe that Jalen Smith – like, Jalen Smith doesn't just suck. Like, I, I don't buy that. Yeah. I don't think I buy that. I think there's a lot of things that go into it. And I think it would be too quick to just write that off, even if it has been a disappointing season. Um
2: the defensive line needs to play their yeah. best game I mean and they we've seen some moments this year and the Eagles game was one we we you know that's the one that that's the one position too we talked about what player needs to play his best game I mean if somebody like Demarcus Lawrence played his best game you know Defensive ends can change games. I mean, they can wreck
0: games. Yeah, and I mean, what's the best game they've played? Probably Philly killed mm-hmm. them, and mm-hmm. a big part of that was the defensive line wrecked that thing from the start. They gave them 14 points right off the bat, two short fields, and and we've I mean, and we've seen that. We've seen games where they got five sacks. Uh, so them, I agree, because because yeah. I don't think the linebacker play has been like great all year, whereas we have seen great games from the pass rush. And, you know, that's the interesting thing. You look at all the positions that you
1: could possibly name. To me, those defensive linemen, and I'm talking specifically about the defensive ends, Tank Quinn, and you can throw in Bennett. There is no reason why they shouldn't be wrecking games. Like, you just look at the talent level of those three players alone and their abilities to get after the quarterback. There's no reason why we shouldn't be talking about them the way we talked about the Rams earlier this week, having guys that are in the 8, 9, 10, 11 range as far as sacks are concerned, it, there's no reason why we shouldn't be talking about them like that, but for some reason, it hasn't gotten going, and and I think that if there is a position I think they could get there, if it just required them to just kind of maybe focus in a little bit more, maybe give a little more effort, whatever it is, I think that's a position where maybe you could turn it on, and they could yeah. actually make a difference here down the you stretch. Know,
2: there's always that you know chicken and egg theory about does pass rush help? secondary players or secondary helped the pass rush, and I think in this case, when you look at the Rams, I think Ramsey has actually helped the Rams more than the other way around because they were averaging two sacks a game in the first six games of the season. The last seven that he's been on the team, they're averaging 4.1. So just a couple more seconds here and there of coverage has helped.
1: So are you saying that there's an issue on the back end that may be causing it? that's
2: just one example. I mean, I've always kind of thought it's more pass rush first, but... That's just an example. Then now he is
1: a really great corner. He's a great corner, right?
2: and I don't know if the Cowboys have that guy that's kind of shutting them down for the, for that long. But you know, you, you you would like maybe one more second there. Um, but I think if they if they they need to be hot, you know, they they claim that they are. They need to be. I don't know I've hot. seen many
3: times where the quarterback is just standing there forever, so it's like. Even if if the corners are making some good coverage, it's like, okay, at one point you got (laughs) to go in there and get the guy. guy.
1: Because not everybody's getting doubled. That's That's the thing. Not everybody's getting doubled, so beat your guy, you know?
3: Yeah, and they should have the strength and the ability to do that. And we've seen it do it, and that's the thing. Like To me, I really thought this defensive line, after adding those two guys, Bennett and Quinn, was really going to be explosive Mm -hmm. and it hasn't been that way. And it's really, really disappointing because it's like, okay, then what is it? What is it? Because clearly these guys have the size and the talent. So what's going on? And another guy was Malik Collins, which was having a great training camp. And then, because usually guys that go into their last year of their contract, Mm -hmm. they tend to spice things up and play even better. And it hasn't been that way. I'm not saying he's played horribly or anything like that, but not what I thought he would be playing like this year.
0: It is really, like, it's a good point is, I don't know. individually, Individually, I look at all those guys and I'm like, like not having a terrible season, Quinn speaks for himself. Malik had, you're right. I mean, Malik's not setting the league on fire, but I, I mean, he's got like five sacks. Like he's he's not having a terrible season. Yeah. Demarcus clearly doesn't have the sacks, but he I, he's a great, well rounded end. He's not having a bad season either. Michael Bennett has what three? And I mean, he's he's made a difference for this team since they traded for him. All that sounds great individually, and you add it up and talk about the pass rush, and you're like, they're they're not that, they're not special. Well, and that, that's weird though, and yeah. I'm not I don't have an answer for it. I mean, we talked about it before
2: the show, or, you know, upstairs that Taco Charlton has more sacks than Demarcus Lawrence.
0: <laughs> Did you? Is that true? Yikes! Yeah, he's got five. Oh. He's got five. <laughs> just let that sit.
3: One was against the Cowboys. Yeah. Sacks
0: aren't the only thing did that he? matters to defensive end play, he but it's one. fine. Yeah. I don't he did. It's fine. And I get he's it. Been
2: out. He's been out like he was a healthy scratch for them. You know, at least
0: once. I don't know why. Yeah. I think it's it's to the point in the season I will I will <laughs> die on that hill that DeMarcus Lawrence is not playing poorly, but the contract dictates that you wreck games, and and he has not been doing that. I mean, yeah. that's fair to say.
1: But I'll say this: like that, more than it being an indictment on on Tank, to me, it's more. Should the Cowboys have really made the move they did? Because for a guy that has five sacks in Miami. You can't tell me that guy can't be a rotational guy for you, and you can say what you want about his attitude and all this other kind of stuff. I would argue there are other guys in that locker room, particularly that defensive line room, who may not have the greatest attitudes either. Um, they may not be doing. That. I want I I, to see. I want to go. I want to so, see the
0: all twenty-two of Taco's five sacks because I saw one against the Cowboys and it wasn't anything yeah. to get excited about.
1: I get you. All I'm saying is, I know in a, in a league where pass rushers are at a premium. I just wonder. I just wonder if if that decision was a little bit hasty and and leaned a little bit too much on maybe the coaches saying he's not coachable or he's not whatever, as opposed to looking at him on film and saying, man, he's got something we can use. Maybe not perfect, yeah, but he's got something we can use as a situational pass rusher.
2: Well, I think with with that, and I know I I went down that road with talk, you know, mentioning that, but you know, Taco wasn't is i guess an immature player Mm -hmm. Um, and when it comes to uh tweeting things about the team and i'm not going to play this week and stuff like that making it all about him i think they were just tired of that but you're right there's obviously some skill there i mean i don't see dorance armstrong lighting it up it's just Mm -hmm. like
3: some Sometimes it's just not a good fit, and yeah. it just doesn't work. It, yeah. You could be talented and stuff, and still it doesn't work out with the group of people that you're surrounded with. So you got to move on. Hey, hey, but
2: if this team, if this, if the Cowboys, if the guys that made that decision, Jerry and Jason and Will, and them, if they saw six and seven in their future, like if they saw that this year, <laughs> they they might not have done this. Yeah, because because like she just said, it's a good fit. Okay, a fit for who? Yeah, who's the coaches next year? Who yeah. are the defensive coaches?
1: I also do kind of wonder if if that was if that was also their way of you know sometimes coaches will use players to make statements to the locker room. I wonder if they felt like, well, he's not going to a great fit for us. Cutting him may also send a message to other guys in the locker room that you need to be the right kind of guy mm-hmm. as we define the
0: right kind of guy. I don't know. All i'm saying that is sounds I hollow just, in light of recent weeks well I mean, but that right. that's
1: also where i get back to when you start talking about right kind of guy are you sure you got the right kind of guys here like mm-hmm. so so yeah, i just think the whole that whole thing yeah, to me is, to is I mean, that's my point yeah. that's where i, I get that's where i Quang get back sweet. to that's where i get back to who's the right kind of guy and what does that entail because for whatever reason they're not winning number 1 Number two, I don't know that some of the things that we've seen here recently suggest that the right kind of guys are there in in some instances. Yeah. I don't know. I All don't right, know real quick, is. before we end the show, let's go ahead and get some picks. Uh, let's start with Dave. Dave, tell me who you think is going to win this game. Give me a score.
0: I'm pretty sure they're favored, by the way. Who? The Cowboys. Really? Uh, last time I checked, I believed. I'm I'm dead serious. <laughs> Actually, I think if they're not, then they opened as a favorite, and the and money just quickly, came in hard yeah. on the Rams. Yeah. One and a half for the Rams. Okay, it moved. Okay. I, get, I promise you it moved. All right. Uh, point, I mean, broken record time. <laughs> I still think that this is a talented team. I still do. They aren't playing like it, and I'm sure as hell not going to pick them. Uh, they have not won since the beginning of the month. Since the beginning of November, they didn't even look good doing that. Like they didn't look good against the Lions. They didn't look good when they beat the New York Giants uh, way back on November fourth. Like the Giants are pitiful, and they kind of played around with them and finally put it away. Point being, like, they really haven't played good football since like September. I get, I've tweeted this last night. I, I guess I knew this. I just hadn't thought about it in these terms. Like, it sounds so crazy to say, like, since they opened the season three and oh, they're three and seven. And again, that's obvious. Wow. But it just sounds, it yeah, sounds it different sounds when you say it, different. right? They're not playing well. They haven't played well in the wins that they've gotten since Philly, really. That was the last time they played well. That was October 20th. And so I just I don't buy that they're really going to... the
3: only time? Yeah. If yeah.
0: Well, they played well against three bad teams at the start yeah, of the season.
3: Yeah, but to go back to it and they all had like slow starts. You're and right. you started seeing those kind of deficiencies you're absolutely, there.
0: You're absolutely right. That's completely fair. Which point being, they're, I just don't buy that they're going to magically turn it on against the team that's fighting for its playoff life. Uh, I got Rams 30-24. to 24. All right, Amber.
3: Well, (laughs) every week I get to this point and I can 100% see it going down both ways to where I could see the Cowboys win and not be really surprised by it. But I am not making that mistake again. I am not picking them to win for the rest of the season, not even against the Redskins. But, yes, Rams – Come out here. I think that the Rams are a point in their season where they're really starting to click and figure things out. They're going to come in here with a lot of energy and, like Dave said, fighting for their spot in the playoffs. So I think that team comes out with the win. Um, I would see like 24 17, something like that. Okay. Yeah.
2: Nick. I've got 24 to 14 Rams. I just, I'm not picking them. I mean, I'm not going to say I won't pick them again the rest of the season. I'm not picking them in this game, just because I just I don't think that they're better than them in in any way, really. Um, I I I, you know sometimes you try to see how how is this going to work. I oh I could see this happening. I really don't like. I don't see how it happens. I don't see him blocking that front. I don't see him running the ball consistently, and I don't see special teams winning that battle. I don't see a lot of great you know moments with to think. Well, yeah,
0: they're going to win this game. So.
2: Hope I'm surprised.
3: We'll Our get excellent to see the new kicker.
0: It's true. Oh, I, I think uh. Forbath will have a busy day. <laughs> <laughs> Our excellent producer Kyle said the Cowboys opened at three and a half point favorites and it shrank quick. Yeah. yeah which I'm, makes people sense. Throwing money
1: at that. Um
0: I, I've said it I
1: said it for the last couple of weeks. You get to Thanksgiving, we know who you are, what this team has shown us so far. Doesn't mean they can't go against the trend, but what they've shown us so far is when you play a team that is worse. Record-wise, typically you win. You play a team that's better record-wise. You typically lose, and or you always, in this case, in this season, always have lost. So I can't, in good faith, <laughs> pick the Cowboys to win this game. This is a game where I think the the Rams win it, and I think their best shot at it is next week against Philly, and then finish up with a win against Washington, maybe you back into the playoffs. Have we
0: ever had a unanimous loss call?
1: Yeah, we in have? past in other years. Oh, okay.
2: Not this, this year. This, year. this Not is the this first year.
1: time. Not yeah. this year.
2: I mean, they did, you know, they did kick their ass in Hawaii.
0: Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the Luke you know, Gifford and that, game.
1: Honestly. The Luke Gifford and, game. And honestly, that <laughs> does factor. Yeah,
0: he got a, he no, got a pick. No, no, oh, that was in Niners. San Francisco. Yeah. Damn it. But that does into
1: That does factor back into this, too, a little bit in the back of my mind, too, is the last time I saw these two teams match up. It wasn't even close. Like The Rams were clearly the better yeah. team. And so I can't shake that on top of what I've seen this season. I just can't shake that. Just, the Cowboys have not given me a reason to say that they're going to win this
3: Well, Well, at this point of the season, the Cowboys seem like they're going downhill. And then the Rams, this is where they're turning up. Yeah. And they're going up right now. So yeah. it's difficult to put uh, That right teams. there,
2: though, is the one reason why it could happen. Well, sure.
0: sure. Strangly, and that's the thing. I don't you know think what? anybody that's, on... Go ahead. So, no, yeah, I just if you know, they can they can come in the studio and crow at us about how we were wrong if they want to. Like good for you, you finally put it together. What do you want me to do? All I can do is judge what I watch. Yeah. And what how could you how could you pick a team that played the way they did in Chicago against a much better team? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really, you
1: go back it. to the last few weeks. Like, If you just tech, talk about how the Cowboys have played here recently in the last several games, like it's hard to say, and you look at the Rams and how they've played, it's hard to say you think the Cowboys are going to be able to get yeah. this win. That doesn't mean they can't. It just means it's hard to, to picture that.
0: I do randomly think Amari Cooper's going to have a 100-yard game. We will see. Uh, I'm I mean, not that anybody's going to feel better about it because I think it'll be in a loss. But good for him. Yeah.
3: They've had plenty of good stats. You're this right year. about that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you
0: are
1: right about that. All right, guys. Appreciate you joining us. We are back on Monday. We'll tell you what went right and what went wrong for the Cowboys. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Dave Helm, and Amber Garcia. I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been the break live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of
0: DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about
3: this, Cowboys?